Welcome back, No Means Nerds, to this No Means No Thing, No Means Nothing podcast, episode 46, where three absolute, complete, and uh, insufferable idiots attempt to do their best to find hey, I'm the sufferable. best No Means No song of all time. <laughs> People Spoiler, suffer me all the time. There isn't one. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Jordan. I'm Matthew, the sufferable one. Hey there, what's a girl like me doing on a podcast like this? Uh, <laughs> I've been question. staring at myself Suffering my whole life. My whole life. <laughs> so I want to go back to my place for a little nightcap. nightcap uh, Actually, I'm a political major. science major named Michelle. Excellent. How about that? So listen, everybody, you all know this is our round two, our last episode, where we're going to wrap up the sky is falling, and I want my mommy... We're going to tackle the last four songs, and then we're probably going to, well, not probably, we are going to pit last week's winners against this week's winners in a uh, in a death match, quick, quick death match, to determine two songs from this album that will go forward into the next round. So, before we do that, we're going to pop off to the left a little bit, take the ouse fart over to the segment called The Power of Positive Drinking. I have my rye whiskey it's a little bit tall tonight so we'll see how fucked up i get mm. uh i shouldn't do this i gotta wake up early for work but that's what it is so i know uh, doesn't that suck tomorrow fuck yeah it sucks, it sucks. Oh, so i actually gotta drive oh, down man. into work but hey you know what, what makes me really happy is it's raining like fuck here and has been for like a week and a half and it's gonna rain oh, for yeah. two more weeks and it's the best i mean it kind of sucks for everybody else because there's a lot of places flooding but flooding, boy i'm yeah. glad to have the rain yeah super good so yep. michelle what have you got uh, on your drinking palate tonight well, I have a couple of things to say before that. Okay. I wasn't going to do it, but I think I've decided to make this pint glass that uh, Ian sent me from the UK. You better explain what that is, because not everybody's I, I'm in gonna, the I'm going to. I'm going to. I got I got his fucking letter here, and I'm going to read it. Nice. Um, Fuck yeah. You guys can see it here, maybe. I don't know, here. Okay. Anyways, as you know, as everybody knows here, I love Guinness and Ian Roberts, one of our one of our friends here who's who's so kind and just so mindful of us and our quirks and sends us notes and stuff. I got a t shirt. He was yeah, yeah. Yep. Matthew got a t shirt. He was, I think, cleaning out his mother's home. Um, I don't know if she was passed or she's moving into assisted living. I don't know. I didn't ask. Anyways, he saw something in her home that he had thought had my name on it. So he sent it to me and it came all the way from England unscathed. Boy, did he wrap it up well. And he sent this letter and it's just, I'm just beside myself. Here's the letter. Hi, Michelle. Hope this made it in one piece. Yes, it did. It's an original promo (laughs) glass from late 88, early 89. Oh, funny. That's when I started liking this band, by the way. Actually, okay, let me get back to it. It's an original promo glass from late 88, early 89, when Rutger Hauer was doing the Guinness ads on TV. It was not on general sale, but only given away as a prize in a pub quiz. And it's most will have hit the recycling bin by now. It's probably pretty rare. Don't worry, I have another one. And I can't find one on the web. Enjoy and thanks again for the Ace Podcast, Ian. So here it is. Uh, I wish you could all see it. It's a Guinness. It has the Guinness emblem, but instead of saying Guinness, it says Genius. 
So well, hold, somebody... hold, hold it up for a second. I'm going to take a little. I, uh... I can't. I can't get it. Where my lights suck. Hold your hand in hold... front of the light rather than in front of the glass. Oh yeah. See, glass. see, I need it. Okay, wait, wait. Hold it up. But and it's now... like reflecting my TV. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's not going to work. Oh well, Actually, ladies and gentlemen, I, look, we'll just have look, to look, anyways. Okay, and then the other thing, I can't find any regular Guinness anywhere. Like everybody's had it, so the only thing I found was this extra large Guinness stout that it's extra stout. So mm. there's no widget in it, but Ian, all y'all, happy new year, by the way. And happy I'm new year, pour, everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pour this. Uh, sorry, Jordan, I get in, didn't get you any. Oh, this one foams up pretty bad. I don't think I can foam it up like that. Or pretty good. <laughs> or pretty good. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's extra large. It's 5.6% alcohol. But anyways, I didn't even wash the glass, by the way. I didn't even wash. Fuck it. Fuck it. I it's didn't got that even sweet, wash sweet it. Stank on it. Yep, it's got British stank and love from Ian across the pond. Nice. Thank you, Ian, and uh, happy New Year to y'all. I'm having a Guinness extra stout. Sweet. Yes. Happy New Year, and Ian, you're <laughs> the fucking you're a champ, man. That's amazing. Yeah. Ab- so kind. Me, My God. Amazing. What the absolutely hell? That's amazing. Unbelievable. Yep. Unbelievable. All right. Matthew, what's uh, what's your libation for this evening? Uh, well, it is the first uh, show of the new year, so uh, on New Year's Eve, um, it is a big, uh, bigger holiday, maybe in in Japan. And uh, I used to live in Japan, so um, my wife Lisa and I decided to go to the Japanese food store and um, make a bunch of Japanese sort of New Year's dishes. So we spent the day together cooking and. Um, then uh, got some Japanese libations. And uh, so this is, um, I actually found a a yuzu, which is a Japanese citrus fruit, uh, which you don't see. I've never actually seen one um, in the flesh. It's a common juice in uh, cooking and stuff like that. But it's sort of like uh, a lemon and a grapefruit mixed together in flavor. So I have a shochu, which is like a distilled rice spirit. It's about 25% um, with yuzu juice in it. 25%. Oh man. And then some soda. Oh, okay. Good. Matthew. He's taking (laughs) off ladies and gentlemen. That looks good. High C. Really good. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I got some. This is going to be a pretty long episode, I think. So I got some Bellhaven Black back in the garage fridge there. Sweet. There yeah, that's why I got my my tea as well to keep me keep me on my toes, as it were. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, behind the scenes for both of you, I've pasted the order in the chat. But just so that you know, tonight, Matthew, you go first with our first pairing. So this week, with only four songs left. You know, it kind of did it again. I think it put two of the kind of epics up against two of the punky punky songs. It's a, I, hmm. I think it's this good pairing on the half of the machine. I can't complain. Um, so the first, well, actually, wait, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little uh, uh, host's pleasure here. I want Whoa. to. No, that's the wrong word. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> that's definitely the wrong. I phrase. can't good see. Your we're hands. not recording we're the video. <laughs> Um, so I've been, go- I've gone back and listened to, the, you know, this album, some of the songs from last week, not last week, but last episode and stuff like that. You know what? As funny as it was, and as much as I still don't love the song, I certainly was like the fucking fun police all over that ride the flume. You know what? It's a fun song. It's a fun song. Why can't people just have fun? Why can't they just have a good time? And here's Jordan going like, get off no, my goddamn no. lawn. No. But, uh, you know, well, it's why a- should I have fun with that. 
off my flume, which I'm riding this shit all the way down. Uh, I, you know, it felt a little bit like the fun police. So I'm sorry if I yucked any of your yums out there. Still don't love the song, but um, it's not that bad. It's actually Jesus fun. Christ. Oh, Did he just spill his drink? I knocked up no, just microphone. the microphone. Yeah, yeah oh, that's so- even worse. It's good. Good podcasting. Wow. This microphone just ran the flume. So we're going to, uh, <laughs> after that little uh, aside, uh, we're going to dive right into our first pairing. And this week we are pitting Bruce's Diary versus Sharks in the Gene Pool. Listen, you know the fucking album. We're not even going to mention it. So anyway, we're going to start off with Bruce's Diary. We're going to listen. We're going to crack it open. I'm, I'm, I'm finding diary. the key under the, under the pillow. I'm, I'm opening it up and I'm taking a peek. Let's hear what it has to say. Women grow up muscular, short-tempered and kind of dumb. The women develop bones and helpless curves. I only used to see in the movies and magazines. your take on this song well what i think of uh, for this whole album now i mean i've never um i haven't read the lyric sheets since i had the album uh, you know 30 years ago um and it is incredible how many of these songs are just nothing's changed he's i mean the right. stuff he's yep. stuff he's complaining about is still exactly the fucking same if not worse uh-huh. exactly right and mm-hmm. so it is um, maybe even more you know pointed i was sort of late teens when this came out and um kind of sick of the ranting sick of the every this and that and you know now i sort of see the the arc of all the things he was complaining about sort of coming to fruition now and so i don't know i I don't want to give him sort of the profit but you know he wasn't he he was making more sense than i gave him credit for because hell uh, yeah yeah (laughs) wow so um yeah bruce's diary it's uh it's sort of about the illuminati effectively sort of like somebody above the the ones in control just sort of sitting behind the um their console just kind of controlling everything and not totally unseen um it's it's interesting controlling society with uh 
drugs, food, entertainment, um, keeping everybody distracted and unhealthy so that they, uh, nobody can challenge the powers that be. Um, and yeah, uh, his, I like how his voice really sort of suits this character and, um, it sort of suits the music. I feel like this is definitely one of the more um, integrated mm-hmm. ones where it feels yeah. like it's sort of, uh, you know, it, it's, it's sort of cheesy sounding jazzy. Um, there's even some really <laughs> yeah. like c- clearly a, ch- a, a choice, a cheesy sounding synth. Um, uh-huh. So very, very much synth sounding jazz instrument. So like there's a, horns and uh, yeah yeah, yeah. synthy shitty horns it actually reminds me a lot of um something i used to really like called homestuck that was like a web comic and uh there was this whole it was sort of 8-bit music but it was really kind of good jazzy noir stuff and it reminds me a little bit of that and um it, it just long story short i came back to homestuck uh after not paying attention to it for a really long time and it, it went completely fucking bug shit um oh no it In developed a bad way this, or a good way yeah bad way like people oh, no. developed a really toxic fandom i watched this whole video on how it went crazy and they were gulling their fans and everything so it's just interesting that huh. <laughs> it's reminding me of something that i hadn't sort of checked on in a long time just like this album i hadn't checked on just it like in a long album. time this album yeah. remained consistent homestuck went bug shit um but anyway, mm. music from homestuck is still really good and interesting it kind of reminds me of this stuff so um yeah yeah, there's a lot of uh, kind of ominous stuff in this, um, but then it's quite a silly, silly song, silly tone. Um, you know, we do what we want is <laughs> really pretty scary. Um, but then, um, you know, is drugs and terrorists. Oh, no. Was, he's sort of making fun of that histrionic kind of uh, alarmism, which uh people are fed and people are still upset about drugs and terrorists. Everybody's getting, what bad guy is next? You know? Um, anyway, run sensational headlines works every works time. Every time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I love how Don't funny, this, funny this song is. I think it's, um, it's, it's a, it's a nice blending of uh, no means knows kind of dark sense of humor and jello sense of humor. So Ooh, this one yeah. is a little more harmonious and uh got to remember Jordan, don't forget about your, um, your chocolate and peanut butter uh, comparisons. I hope you've prepared oh, yeah. them for each of yeah, these. Do that. Okay, I that's like good. those. I got them. <laughs> yeah. They're ready to go. Yeah. Oh, no. um, yeah. I, I, who, who'd rather watch someone's life on TV than participate in their own. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. this is pre reality TV too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Like, fuck yeah. man. Yeah, I hate to give the P word to the man, but sometimes reading yeah, through the shit, I'm yeah. like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> huh. I love how the yeah the, the the chords are a little bit dissonant. They're a little off kilter, and it sounds a little bit sort of um, wobbly or unbalanced. And um, mm. so I, I like that aspect of it. It is jazzy. It is kind of noir, but it's also a little uh, kind of the reeling carnival kind of feel as well. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the the, the bass. It, I wish it were more forward, just like uh, oh, yes. everything else. The mix God. on this, 
Um, but uh, John is clearly having a blast playing his little organ mm-hmm. sounds. Which is, uh, <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, yeah, that's about all I got to say. Nice. Uh, I should just mention though that you know, a lot of these songs, Jello really thinks about food a lot, and uh, that's an interesting <laughs> thing as well. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. We'll talk huh. more For about someone that. named I Jello. About that. Yeah, yeah right. Jello. Exactly. Who would have thought? Right. Or Michelle, what's your uh, what's your take on this uh, diary? Okay. Man, this song is kind of clever to me. I love the riff that they play and the horn keyboard sounds like you mentioned, Matthew, on it. They're totally cheesy and it's really cool. Okay, what I don't necessarily dig is the super jello yucking it up so much and when he gets to the high hose and the and the ah the the eyes especially the high hose are cute because yeah. i know he's doing the seven dwarfs but the eyes i i want to pull out a can of raid and start spraying around the room <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm kind of sorry it's a bit too much and it's also a bit too long i i think i'm talking about the song the song might be too no long. no you and there's are. a couple on this <laughs> album that i think the songs are too long but i'll mention that when we get to it um and uh, Jello is bringing up some good points on on like you guys were talking about as well. I like the line. I like the 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 line, and I like the music of your lack of curiosity I is the key to our too. success. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I always like the way he said the line buying clothes and losing weight. I just I like the way he said it. It's funny. Uh, overall, the song is more on the meh side of my thinking but i do like the cheese factor i think it's really well done and it's outrageous and one thing i did do you guys you're gonna be oh i just dropped it i actually brought out my cd and was like look the the freaking lyrics on this are so small i had to bring out my uh my uh, oh wow look at that my uh what's his name Sherlock Holmes, little magnifying glass with a with a light on it. We can talk about that now because Sherlock is fully in the public domain as of twenty twenty three. So yeah, this one has lights on it too. So I'm like totally old person geeking out. Sweet, but yeah, I looked and and saw like the music credits, and the music credits on this are all of them. Some are just snow means no. Some one song has mentioned that it's snow means no. Some of them are words and music Biafra, and. The music credits for this are all of them. The offer is one of the music credits nice. on this song. Mm-hmm. Well, as, as a little teaser for everyone, not that it goes into a lot of detail, but we are going to get a bonus Andy's Corrections at the end oh. of this episode where he talks a bit about this uh, album and certainly illuminating to me. Yeah. All right. So uh, are you, is that, is that, are you wrapped up? That That's my thing. That was your diary. Diary's that's closed. My all right. Diary. Yeah. I, Dear I, diary. I, 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 so first of all, what's my pairing here? I'm giving okay. this one a delicious raspberry chocolate and a cup of pretty fresh AMPM coffee. So not the best coffee in the world, but it hasn't been sitting in the carafe all day. It's still going to hit the spot. And uh, I'm going to walk away from the pairing kind of going, yeah, all right. That's uh, it's not too bad. I'm not uh, I'm not looking to throw away either half of this. Yeah. And raspberry um, chocolate. I, I, Why raspberry? Yeah, I, I too think that this is one Dark. of the better uh, mixes here of this of the, the these two flavors. I think Jello does a pretty mm. good job. Uh, I, I think none of us has mentioned yet. I, I read this on the Wikipedia that this song was inspired. Jello kind of based it off of his character in Terminal City Ricochet. So it's sort yeah. of from that character's perspective, which I still have not watched. Michelle, I know you have. So I'm, I'm, I, the, I, I, I'm the asshole. You, I attempted to watch it and okay, I, I, yeah. it was so. too 
it was, it was there. You go. In any event, not old enough. I think that I just to back up for a minute because I feel this way about all the songs this week. Um, yeah, Jello in a lot of ways, I still feel like he's not the most artful lyric crafter in his in in the way he crafts lyrics, but. He certainly did highlight a bunch of shit that's more relevant now than it was then. Listen, I'm going to go back and say the 90s were pretty fucking chill overall. Like if we compare that to the last two decades, fuck all happened. And it was fucking so chill and mellow compared to what's going on. Yet he does a really good job. He did this in the 80s, too, of highlighting the growing open wounds that are now just like mm. festering boils that we live with. And right. uh, yeah, it was pretty prophetic, right? Like these, uh, almost nothing of what he talks about in this feels dated to me. I look at it yeah. all and say, well, okay, maybe now it's not drugs and terrorists so much as it is LBGTQ groomers for the right to, to fucking use their, as their boogeyman, but it's still the same. How to spot a moral panic. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and um, and so I, I I think he did. I I I think he does. And then this song in particular, I think he does a pretty fucking good job with it. Now that said, there's still lines like, uh, let's see, where is it? So much better being hatchet man than the henpecked attention starved target like the big man himself. It's like, dude, that's too many words. Too many words <laughs> yeah. in a phrase. Like, don't. Yeah. It's like you can't. It doesn't fit. It doesn't. It doesn't fit. Just like, I don't know, get an editor or something. But, but the, you know, what he's saying, the actual words are, are uh -huh. fucking great. Yeah. Um, I actually really like his, uh, uh, oh, do you really? I thought, I thought it fit right in. I thought he was just being one of the totalitaritones at that point. Cause this is definitely the first iteration of the totalitaritones. Cause I think this came before zero plus two. Then mm. Critchley took these horns and put them into the fall. Hey, but this was where they were genesis, so. genesis, genocided. Um, genesis quad, <laughs> Um, and it actually made me go like, "Fuck! I wish we had more of this and more Nomi Snow songs." I fucking love it. I love the horns. It sounds good, doesn't it? I love yeah. it. I love yeah. it, and it gives that like, it's it's funny, but it's also fucking killer, <laughs> and it's like. That middle section where they really just have the instrumental it's like break. The gong and the, show band. Kind of, but the gong yeah. show band on some really good DMT mixed with whiskey, <laughs> right? Like they're just fuck <laughs> it's just it's just nice and crunchy and and it's got that atonal weirdness to it. And that middle section where they just kind of let loose, it it's just fucking great. It's I I absolutely love it. It's perfect for this song. It really mm -hmm. it fits the tone of this song. It gives it that right sort of, you know, surrealistic feel. Uh, almost like it's its own weird fucking sitcom, right? I don't. It's just that's pretty great. I, I think overall this song is pretty fucking great. I think the music is fantastic. And Mag, Matthew, I thought you, you said it really well when you said that this mixes the humorous side of both Jello and No Means No very well. It takes you know those two sides of their personalities and I think does mash them together into a pretty fun fucking song. I'd put this. It's. I don't think it's at the top for me, but I'd put it at the top half at least or up in that uh -huh, area uh -huh. of the songs i i i really think it's excuse me pretty fucking great um and rob's percussive hits on this yeah 
sound they have the it's catching up feeling to me like mm-hmm. it's got that dun 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 like it's got that same <laughs> tone to it that it 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 tickles my spine in the same way that just it's a makes little more me... bass for it yeah yeah, yeah and notes. and and the interplay between the back bass and guitar i almost said bass i did it i know i, I, know, did I didn't want to the say interplay anything. between the bass and guitar in this is really fucking cool and i'm gonna go ahead and say this probably in every song the big standout in re-listening to this album for me has been zeroing in on Andy and yes. going, fucking hell. Fucking hell. I feel mm-hmm. like, not as much in this song as a couple Absolutely. of the others, but I feel like he was like letting himself loose into sort of the, the, the layer of the atmosphere where punks live and that he didn't normally let himself fly loose in and he's just letting himself fly the fuck loose up there mm-hmm. in some really fucking cool ways. And in this song, there was a lot of that. And But the in particular, the interplay between the bass and that, that's where, to me, where a lot of the atonality came in, because they were playing in different scales almost. The same riff, but, like, off by a half or something. Yeah. Michelle, you would know better. And it just sounded uh, it sounded so fucking good and tight. Anyway, oh, great oh, song. Okay. I, but I weird and yeah. off kilter. But sure. weird yeah. and off in, mm-hmm. in the best way. And I mm-hmm. and I thought Jello's uh, eccentricities and excesses in this actually fit the tone of the song, yeah. whereas normally they cool. just drive me fucking nuts. And I'm going to highlight... My absolute <laughs> least favorite moment of Jellos in the entire album on our next song, uh, as an example of when I think he just fucking lost the plot on that particular Jump the shark. Area. Mm. Yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> I do. That was a good one. Um, but in any event, that's Bruce's diary. So let's move on to our well, second. I, I just wanted to mention, because I forgot to mention, it's right at the bottom of my thing here, that right at the end where this organ fuzz out and he's like, life is simple. <laughs> when everything's clear, clear. sort of this librium fuzz out at the end of the song it's like pretty awesome it is there's actually some pretty good exits on all the songs on this on this week's list he did pretty good with that i gotta say and He's that's like an also old man before he was an old man isn't he pretty much he was yelling you know? at clouds long before the rest <laughs> yeah. of us were yelling at clouds yeah he, we it, fucking nobody was on his lawn man He was getting everybody the fuck off his lawn all right, so the next one is certainly one of the epics off of this. It's also one of the only songs for which there is actual evidence of the non-vocal-included uh, versions out there. You can find it out on the YouTubes if you don't have this yourself. Um, this is Too Many Sharks in the Gene Pool. And again, there is the demo version off the wrong demos out there on uh, YouTube. You should definitely do yourself a favor and go listen to it. But we are going to listen to a little bit of this with uh, Jello in the mix. So, Mr. Bond, please get in my shark pool.
Matthew, what's uh, what's your shark? Well, um, I've been trying really hard to listen to the music and not be let myself be annoyed by the the jello quite so much. Um, and this this song might be one of the the most sort of uh, tight and um, it, it's a song in acts. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, like a, a prog epic from uh-huh. <laughs> from the seventies or something like that. It's um, it's kind of incredible. There's so many different parts, and they are uh, so incredibly tight. I mean, the the bass at the beginning, and then straight into a fast kind of hardcore intro, and then right into a, like a motorheady part. It like all within the first minute of the song um, mm-hmm. is it's pretty incredible. And like right at the very beginning, and now. A true story. story. Kind of fantastic. And it's pretty longer. It's one of the longer ones on this album. Um, Some of the things I like most are are almost like, it's it's like a a sound poem um, where the the music sounds like this machine. And there's like, some of the rhythmic changes sound like it's like a machine, like slipping a cog. And then, you know, John in the background, probably, probably John of the sound effects, like something's clanking. He's like, it really sounds like he's hitting something with a a spanner. Um, Yep. Yep. It's super sounds. And then that, um, during that part, uh, the, the run or maybe I think it's an arpeggio, like that, uh, Rob is doing this kind of run up and down the bass. Like, and it reminds me of something that is done in a lot of classical music where um, it's evoking a, a tempest or a whirlpool or something like that. And so it really mm. does make me think of, you know, being something circular, like being, you know, dro- sucked down in a whirlpool or being circled by sharks. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty great. Um, yeah, it is. There's a, I love the, um, the part, where it gets kind of quiet and there's like a low floor tom. Yeah. And then Meryl Streep, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> Meryl Streep. Do you, so know, do you get the, re- you know, the reference there? Silkwood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's, yeah. he's talking about, um, <laughs> nope. you know, environmental destruction and um, people's <laughs> so genes funny. getting all fucked up by poison and stuff like that. It's, uh, yeah. you know, it is, um, kind of very thematically jello. And this is actually more kind of thematically unified than I f- gave it credit for before as well. Just how, um, but again, he's, he's thinking about food and um, that's something that uh, I've only started thinking about uh, recently, the idea of food deserts and, um, you know, keeping people um, malnourished so that they can't, yeah, you know, man. they can't afford the healthy stuff. Um you know, People go were around talking the, about that in the '90s. That, that's what I mean. Like fucking Jello's a bit ahead of his time on this one, as yeah, far as yeah. I'm concerned. Oh, oh even man, I'm like that's so depressing. Trying Jesus. to eat, eat better and um, you know changing careers again and uh, trying contending with less money and trying to lose weight and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, I got to stop eating crap. And the trick is, you know, you need to go around the outside of the supermarket uh, and don't go in the middle where the garbage is. That's um, right. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's where the sharks live in the middle of the grocery store yeah that's where they get you um but yeah cheese puffs rich and powerful breed only with themselves we all know what happens when too much of this happens the offspring (laughs) just ain't real bright oh who can we who can we think of who's in the news that are is that 
I can't. <laughs> There's this particular is... family. He's talking Boy, about Al, know, man. Al Gore uh... and Dan Quayle. And... Oh, that's the that's what's so quaint about it now. It's kind of like, oh my god, if those were your boogeymen, man, just fucking hell. Like that's yeah, why the nineties yeah, yeah. are like. Give that's me the a thing. Break. It's just getting worse and worse and worse. That's the thing, exactly. Like this is all just. Uh, he's pointing to the right things, but Lowest these are the kiddie pool versions of the sharks. At this point, Jesus. Ha, um, Mutes. did did you Mutants. guys see um glass glass onion yet? I did. So fucking good. Holy it's really shit. fucking oh, good. God. Michelle, I... you'll love it. Michelle, you'll love come it. Come on. God. Quit talking about stuff I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, about. no. Okay, so wait. You have Netflix, Last right? Onion. It's a fucking uh, John Lennon. Uh, no, no, Lennon? yeah, I know. But there's it's a murder mystery uh, movie, and it's fucking slays. It slays, yeah. Michelle. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Yeah. You're going to fucking love it. Right normally we, slay? Yes. More, right. Normally, me and Matthew talk about sci-fi shit that you could give a shit about. You, personally, are going right, to fucking right, love Glass, Glass Onion. onion. Yeah. So Glass Onion. Yeah. Get okay. on it. Get anyway, on. it's that about rich slays. people and how fucking horrible they are. But um, yeah. wrong people, oh, right place. Ruling class yeah, gets the only pass to board the ark for outer space. Yeah. Why do you think that that particular line made me think of Glass Onion? And uh, gee, uh, <laughs> that's spoilers for Michelle. But yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And, and then in two thousand one, what about this I know. place? What oh about yeah, this they, place. Like, hey, oh, did they leave? Okay. Did they go? No, they didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, that's about all I have to say about that. I I, I liked it better, um, but musically, I would kind of wanted to take the Jello out of this one. Well, you can. Sure. Did you go? I know. And I know. I know. Listen to it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I love about it. But all right, Michelle, what's your uh, what's your take on this uh, sticky gene pool? Well, I'm gonna tell you what my take is because I have heard the vocalist version of that. This is my absolute favorite piece on this album. The song kicks fucking ass. The music in this. Yeah. It's Are you kidding yeah. me? Oh. It's over the top and stellar. It's fucking sick. And let me just get this out of the way. The vocals and the delivery of them right from the start don't even deserve this music. I said it. Is that bad? Hey, it's the sure. best vocal parts are the choruses uniform. I, I think I wrote this right. Uniform hybrid species of fresh looking pest proof food. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I should have written wrote down the uh, the 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 time the timestamp on it about a minute into the song and later repeated is the gem of a section that I think you were talking about, Matthew. I don't even know how to describe it, let alone even try to dissect how they designate the first beat in this. But what I do know is how they pick one note, one mm-hmm. note to emphasize. And every time they come up to that note, they just bang on it. Yeah. That's no, 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 that's not the, that's not the section. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. I, I, I can't, God damn it. I wish I could hear it right now. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably flip out too it's much. It's almost too complex to sing. Like some of these other yeah, songs, I can like, yeah. bi- I can bust into like mouth bass. Gregson's but I gonna can't sing do- it. Gregson's gonna Gre- do it. Gregson, oh. But I can't. It's hard to do in this song because the the lyric the the licks are so fucking... weird and off kilter. It's hard to fucking jump Sorry, in there. The no, I love it, man. Sorry, he, he's well, got he's, it. That's what it sounded like, Gregson. No, it's so. There's the section in there that's so unbelievably awesome. But I just, they gloriously turn up the heat. That's what's so great about this band. They pick one note or they put a, they, they put an emphasis on an offbeat and they just keep turning up the heat. This part is wonderf- wonderfully crafted, played and perfected. And I can't think of other band, of another band that does this so well. I, oh, Andy, I like how Andy's lower part on the guitar neck and in some certain parts of the song with the distortion reiterate what Rob's playing and it helps bring him out there. 
The badass in this song, though, is John with the colossal gymnastics he's pulling here. Did, did you listen so to John good. on this? Absolutely. It's fucking I mean, unreal. Oh, <laughs> it's unreal. Oh, 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 this song is full of anxiety. The temperature yeah. keeps getting turned up. And my personal favorite, where the band places the accents, like I said, you can't get any better than this music. I fucking love it. I've never heard anything like it before. I think the music in this is just incredible. Yeah. Insane in the membrane. Yeah. I love this. I, I'm going to... Oh. I'm going to agree. So I, I've got my pairing here is delicious. Yeah, yeah. Fucking delectable, dark, gourmet chocolate bar mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with a cup of coffee that's okay, but kind of swirled around with slightly soured milk that every time you get a sip, it's kind of like- an egg oh. in it. Something's a, little, something's a little off. I mean, I can take it sometimes, and sometimes I get a cup, sip of the coffee, it's all right. And then sometimes it's like, sour. oh, that was a curdle. That was like, I, that was like yeah, a, chunk a chunk of milk in there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I take that chocolate, and if I just focus on the chocolate, oh, yep. man. Yes, the chocolate. It makes me just like erect. It's so good. It's so fucking good. <laughs> this music, y'all, this, uh, we've all said it. Oh. The music in this is like, I'll say this. The music in this, stripped of everything else, stands amongst some of their best fucking shit. Yep. It is so I totally agree with you. Good. It is oh. so good. And yet, and yet, Jello's first fucking lyric mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is my least favorite bit of delivery in the entire album. First yep. the urine test, now this, in that, it's like, oh, no, what are you doing? Because the music comes in so fucking hard, and then Jello's just like, Aah. Like no, please don't, dude. Get your fingertips off of this. <laughs> I no, I mean, know. And I don't listen. I don't want to be a yeah. dick because I think you know, like, there's a lot that he's saying in this song that you I think is fucking great. It's very nah. prescient. The it like takes stripped of when I'm just reading the lyrics. It's very prescient. God. There's a lot of really fucking good shit he says. There's a lot of really smart shit he says. Mm-hmm. And there were some songs like Bruce's Diary or Chew. I think he really did meld that shit well into the fabric of the song and there are parts of this there are parts of the song i think he did well i do think the chorus there's too many sharks in the gene yeah pool. that's heavy too mm-hmm. many like and and the way it's he's great. following it and then the way you have the boys in the background going sharks sharks sharks, yeah. sharks, sharks. <laughs> and then gene pool gene pool as you were saying as you were saying matthew like he's John is like smashing a spanner on a fucking garbage can lid or something. That part is mesmerizing. And that's where Jell's at his best. Like those. And that's for me, that was the same thing with the chorus of Chew, that when he was really digging in there and just getting gritty with it and and his grit and weirdness worked with the music. But Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now (laughs) the urine test, why that now that first the urine test, now this is just like, oh boy. What does that even mean? It just means the urine test started. Don't tell me what I I just like what. Well, it's 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 drug testing, right? I I know, but and then but it's just they're going to test your genes and not just your piss. I I know. And I I don't I don't mind this. I don't. It's not even I don't mind. I I applaud the sentiment behind it for sure, and I applaud what he's trying to say. But it's so unartfully done. He could have said, "Listen to this fucking music." And and it's worse just because the music is so fucking good that it just everything else 
just just kind of like you just want to say just stand out of the way man just, just stand go, to the left this train's going too fast this train's going too fast right. you need to stand to the side um which is not fair it's not fair but i that's just how i feel and but yeah the music in this fucking holy shit and uh, as you both talked about the different sections and how they oh, careen God. from one to the other on a fucking dime just mm-hmm. instantly in a whole nother mm-hmm. fucking universe that still feels con- intimately connected to what just came before it but it puts me in a completely different zone god it's so masterful this these guys are so fucking masterful yes um and you know to give back credit to jello where i've now stripped much of it from this song from him the guy really fucking was ahead of his time in terms of what he was seeing. Like the, the shit he's talking about in this is more salient now, 30 years later than it was then everything mm-hmm. in this entire song, yeah. you read it top to bottom. Like, yeah, I don't think it's said well necessarily in the sense of, you know, compared to, you know, compared to how Rob would write lyrics, but mm-hmm. the sentiments behind it, the ideas behind it are a hundred percent spot on. And right. I got to give that up to him, man. I, I, I also in that yeah. era, I was an angry kid and, I probably appreciated that stuff, but it wasn't as arch back then as it is now. And now everything that he says in this album is, an adult. Yeah, is, is, has been made manifest. It's not mm-hmm. just because I'm an adult. It's because those threads have continued to rot and they've rot, mm-hmm. rotted into more fetid <laughs> stews, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's brutal. So yeah, great fucking song. Some really God. awful, artful, lack of artfulness on Jello's part, but some good sentiment. Uh, mm-hmm. but fuck the music. What are you going to do? This song just mm-hmm. slays no matter what. You're going to faint. That's what the fuck you're going to do. All right. Let's, uh, faint. let's have our first vote here. So Matthew, you get to go first. Is it going to be Bruce's diary or the sharks of the gene pool? Uh, you know, thinking oh, back, I, I very much enjoyed, uh, Bruce's diary back in the day. I thought it was funny. I enjoyed it most. It's probably the one of the ones that I listened to the most, but I have to vote for sharks. Uh, because oh, baby, of the baby. the music is just so much yeah. although bruce's and i it's a little bit more of, of a novelty and um sharks and, and gene pool just kick so much ass um, mm-hmm. and I, I gotta forgive the um even though i i feel like bruce is a little more harmonious uh the the music just rises above the jello <laughs> in uh, sharks <laughs> and the gene pool so that's my vote excellent Michelle, I think it's pretty clear where hey, you're going to come uh, down, but why don't you make on. it official? I agree with Matthew. <laughs> How about that? All oh, right. I'm sharking it. We it's not are... easy, though. Bruce is... No. You know, really? It's kind of yeah, shitty. I, <clears throat> I don't know that my vote was on, on any of the songs tonight was completely settled before I came into this. Because I, I really do like both the songs, and I do feel like... Bruce's diary edges out a little bit for me in only in the sense that I feel like it's a little more cohesive, but the music of sharks is just so fucking transcendent that it has to win. Like it can't not win. Oh, so boys. sharks in the gene pool for sure. Oh, wins. Sharks. Oh, but uh, I want to give it up to Bruce. I think Bruce's diary had some good cohesion. You know, if it had gone up, I, it should have gone up against ride the flume. Then it may have had a better chance, but it didn't. Yeah. So, I think it could have won in last year's last week's. Um, it could have yeah, for sure. Last week, I think. Yeah. Uh, maybe it wouldn't have beat you for me by a you long shot. But in any event, his, see his pearly white. <laughs> yeah, Mac the knife. So Screwed sharks. Up the words. Sharks is through our ear yes. round one. Yep. So I don't think we have an interstitial for you guys. So we're gonna kind of jump straight into round two here. And our matchup for round two is the myth is real. Let's eat 
versus Jesus was a terrorist. So first, we're going to crack open our textbooks and uh, take a little stroll down the realm of the mythic and dig our knife and fork into this. Let's hear it. So for both these songs, first of all, I just want to say I feel like now we're on the Jello DK side of the equation more than the No Means No side. Those last two are definitely really hard in the paint on the No Means No side of the equation mm. in terms of how the songs felt to me. These last two feel much more in the DK side of things. So that's kind of where I'm judging them from. This song to me, The Myth is Real, in terms of my uh, my food pairing, feels like a nice Dolly Madison fruit pie. That has me kind of turning the wrapper over a few times, looking for the expiration date just to make sure it's still safe to eat. But it still tastes pretty good. I'm just checking that it hasn't expired yet, but it's still pretty good. Still pretty good. Um, And for a punk song, I think it's pretty, pretty fucking great, actually. And I love the fact that it starts. uh, uh, Anyway, I just love the way it starts. I think the fucking guitar on this Andy's guitar. This is the one I highlighted more than anything, just because I feel like it's really out front. Uh, it's and it's a treat on this whole fucking album, but he just really lets himself out of the oh, bag on this album. Oh my god! Um, this this song does give us one of those classic John countoffs, which I I just love. It always just makes me happy. On two, three, four, and then <laughs> straight into it. Um, really fucking good. That joyous rolling bass line from Rob, and just like a power tool shredding Please guitar. Please tell me you did that on purpose. No, don't nope. mess uh, The joyous rolling bass line from Rob and a Ooh. power tool shredding bass, guitar bass. growl from Andy. Short for badass. That's what exactly. he's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it's, that's canon now. I, I, and I love <laughs> yeah. the quick decay that Andy has on his, on his guitar. It's so mm-hmm. snarly and then gone. Just yeah. fucking quick cut off, right? Who like, was that masked man? Yeah, it's so. That's what you're asking yourself. So fucking good. Um, yeah, I think musically, yeah, this is not. 
a pyrotechnical song. It's but it but it's still really tight. These guys are really fucking tight on this. And there's a lot more going on musically in it than I think I ever gave myself credit for. Gave myself? No, gave them credit for <laughs> when I was listening to it myself. I don't give myself credit for any of this shit. I would also say this song has always suffered for me for being the last song on the album. And I'm really fatigued by the point this comes in. Mm, and I'm mm. not, I don't want any more of this album by the time this comes out. So oh. it was better for me to pick it out and listen to it on its own without anything else yeah, independently. Because then I, yep. I appreciated it more. It was always one of those songs I'm like, yeah, what was that song? What's the myth is real? I don't even fucking remember how that one goes. Mm. Uh, so it was good to pick it out and really listen to it. And I think, um, Musically, it's fucking fun as hell. It's really great, and I really love, uh, you know, each of their independent elements to it. Although I, I think for me, Andy's a standout on the guitar part. Oh, definitely. Uh, lyrics, I think again, it's a good, it's a really nice effort by Jello, and this is way more in the DK wheelhouse. And so I don't, I don't fault him in his style on this because it feels to me like the boys are more giving an homage to his style. He's not coming onto their, uh, onto onto their court. They're going into his court. And they're serving mm-hmm. his, his, you know, mode and style. And to that degree, it feels more natural. I, I, I'm willing to go where Jello goes a little bit more in this because of that. And so I feel like it fits together uh, pretty well on that front. Um, you know, the, the lyrics themselves really do, again, a great prophetic job of kind of talking about the hypocrisy that's underneath our sort of shared epistemology as a culture. Um, Even if by, again, the 90s standards, all the shit was pretty tame back then. We were more, you know, worried about albums being called pornography and Mm -hmm. I don't know, like Tipper Gore kind of shit. Like that kind of stuff seems like quaint now compared to the shit where the actual fascism we're up against now. But but all the, you know, the beginning parts are there. The one thing that I thought was interesting is that he saves some of the weakest shit, the the stupidest shit for the end when there should be the climax. Like he's talking about citizens in Albany, Oregon, banning a book making fun of Santa Claus and 64% of Iowans surveyed want to be reincarnated as themselves. This is at the crescendo of the song. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Those are like the weakest points you've made. Like, what the fuck are you saving that shit for the oh, end? Like what? Ooh. Like it was kind of just reaching for more facts. Uh-huh, I, I couldn't. Uh-huh. Uh, I do like that like last a, one. <laughs> the I mean, it is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it is interesting, but it just felt like a letdown on mm. based on some of the other stuff. But you know, there's a lot of, well, you yeah, know, he does trying to fit it all in, I guess. I, I guess right? so. Right. Again, it's, it's, but you know, it's jealous spoken word, but it works in the context of how he did that in DK a lot. And, and mm-hmm. I think that does it really, really well. And it really does do a good job of highlighting the hypocrisy of where we live, right? Like the driving past one billboard says, don't drink and drive. The next billboard says drink and you'll get laid. Right. Like all this, just <laughs> this sort yeah. of vapid hypocrisy Nude that we're women. just stewed in all the time. These myths that were just fed on one side and the other, so that we're never left to sort of figure out the truth for ourselves. And I think this has gone like everything else in terms of what he's talking about, like nuclear at this point. And now epistemology is broken down. So it's not just a binary, it's 8 billion fractures and 8 mm-hmm. billion people pointing at each other in their own different reality. So if nothing else, this is way, yeah, <laughs> this has gone way further off the rails than it was here. This is, that's why it's almost this song out of all the others was the most quaint to me because some of the stuff he's talking about is like, 
fuck, man, I wish we lived uh-huh. there now. I uh-huh. wish that was our reality. I wish I lived in this world now. I wish that we, these easier. are the worst things we had to worry about. Yeah, I wish these were the worst things we had to worry about. Not, you know, some of the other stuff is a little more prophetic. But, um, but in general, I think this is a good song. It's a good close closer. And I love that it ends with, wowie. Like, that's mm-hmm. another nice little fucking dry ass uh dry sarcastic ass little, a sarcastic yeah. little riff uh, it's pretty good so mm-hmm. there's my take michelle what do you got about the myth is real okay yes i like the john count count off too that's great i thought it, I, I thought it kind of sounded like tom but might have been dd but yes it was john uh the, the bass tone rob puts out on that it's so fucking so good. farty it's yeah. like a flat fart. Fl- flappy it's it so is. It's different too, right? That's yeah. why when I was talking about the DJ sound, like, like see <laughs> the strings like flopping. Yeah, but that's so, what I mean. Like this is them going over to the DK side of it. It's so not sound. Wonderful. Doesn't sound like the no means no tone. It sounds oh, different. I think it does. Well, it does, well, no, but it's no, not. Well, it's a little punkier. Yeah, little punkier. yeah, and it's a little more like legato instead of the. I don't. I don't know, yeah, but it's go. just. It's so fucking farty. It's so good. Andy's riff and guitar tone in this is just so phenomenal too. It's sneery and 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 you, it's so thick you could just eat it. Oh yeah, it sounds like a bunch of sinister power tools full of anxiety. <laughs> nice. Jello sounds pretty great on this one, and it fits the music fits his voice well and what the guys are laying down. I think it's a really good blend of of the music and the vocals here. There's so many instances of fantastic no means knowingness knowingness in here. And it's hard to pinpoint the high spots. Okay, that guitar solo that Andy does. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, I the, when I was doing my homework for this, I fucking, I started guffawing laughing. I paused the thing and I'm dying <laughs> laughing because it's like, how, that is so, it's so great. It's so obnoxiously sneery and fucking cool. It, it, it just, you, the only way you could explain it is to make a face there. It, it smells exactly. like a smell. Yeah. You, you it's like smell a smell. It. <laughs> it smells like a smell. It just, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. it's just so, oh. Yeah. He let himself go on this oh, in the best God, possible that guitar way, solo. <laughs> God, I bet he had fun doing this album. Oh, fuck. Ah, okay. I'm sounding like a nerd. Okay, the chorus is super fun, and it's really hard to pick a favorite spot because the music is so so good. I have to admit, I like the beginning part of the song better. For at the end, it seems like too many stanzas are shoved in, like you were mentioning too, uh, Jordan. And it could and and there's a lot of opinions, comments on things that are quite relevant today, though. I guess I'm saying the ending drags on a little bit here, though. The colossal music here grooves with plenty of snot on top, and that's just how we like it. All for this song, the music credits are all of them. So Jello has a lot to do, or maybe not a lot to do, but he's part of the music credits. And let me tell you something too that I, I thought of earlier. I think the star in the Dead Kennedys is East Bay Ray because mm. he adds that that tension in there, the, that that really light, uh, the tight guitar that just sounds like a siren in the background and does these ha- he does a lot of half steps going up doing half step he just and i think andy's doing andy but kind of enveloping east bay ray in it yeah. where the guitar's just like ah! yeah right <laughs> so when you've got the guitar doing that and you add jello doing that ah! 
it's that's almost too many eyes. <laughs> you know, like in Dead Kennedys, Jello was kind of pulled back, and he was like a, a showman in the front. And, and but East Bay Ray is is just the man in that band, I think. And don't get me wrong, the 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 uh, rhythm section with Klaus and uh, um, D.H. Plegro. Oh, oh my God, it, it's it's like a train coming at you. But then you've got the scream. Mm. I, I don't know, but just the, the guitar in this song, Andy Solo. Oh Christ! It's great. It's fucking it's so great. Fucking I love. Good. I love I, that you said like you can smell it. It's so true. And <laughs> it's you a great can, description. It, I, I have no words to how juicy that is. It, yeah. it, it it just makes you make a face. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you you can't even describe it. It smells. Yeah. All right, Matthew. Uh, good is what it smells like. What scent you got on the wind for the sucker? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of uh, yoink your. Uh, flavors thing here because what it makes me think of it's it's like a Yuck. box of chocolates but like it's got some of the gross ones in there so like, it's like <laughs> or, or i don't know if you have bridge mixture in in the states like this it's a no british idea. thing maybe but it's sort of like again it's like a bunch that of white shit no, 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 no. Chocolates it's... with the white stuff in there sometimes that's okay yeah you have had it then a new then yeah yeah, no. So you're going through and you're eating. You pick one out. Oh, it's like, hmm, hmm. It's a nice caramel. Oh, fuck, it's got coconut in it. Um, all right. <laughs> yeah. So what's this thing? It's like, oh, it's like, hmm, dark chocolate. Oh, what's inside? Oh, it's like chalky mint shit. What? It's like marzipan. Yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of what. Or it's like, you know, pop this beautiful chocolate in your mouth. Hmm. Oh, fucking maraschino cherry in the middle. Um, <laughs> Oh, that's my so, jam, man! Don't fuck on that shit. I love that. I shit. do. Oh. I do like. Well, uh, maraschino cherry is okay if it's got like uh, booze around it. You know, the juice. So, yeah, I know what you mean. Um. So yeah, some maybe, and you know, you work your way through a box of chocolate, and eventually you're fi- like, I've had too many chocolates. I don't want any more chocolates. <laughs> that's how I felt about this song. <laughs> feel feel kind of gross. Eat, did you eat the whole box? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I, I do understand what he's doing here. It's sort of the there's, it, but it was like he's looking through his notebook. All these clearly the the theme is hypocrisy, and they're interesting little sort of hypocrisies, but they're they're not really related to each other. And he's just like kind of you know ticking things off in a notebook. <clears throat> um, it, it's very much like his spoken word. I think it's like where it he got away from from DK and and just sort of started singing his rants. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, th- this mm-hmm. song is sort of very, very exemplary of that sort of thing, and why I kind of have trouble with a lot of jo- Jello's, um, you know, with with DOA or with uh, Alan Jorgensen or Steelbar- Steelpool Bathtub or you know whatever. It's just sort of like, oh, the music's awesome, but just like, oh, Jello, I know you're <laughs> upset. <laughs> it's, like, okay. it's okay, it's okay, little guy. It's okay, man. Have a bath. Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, this song's about Andy's guitar. It's incredible. He just oh, he is letting God himself damn. go. And I, I I was thinking about like, is it that Andy's guitar is really stellar, or is it just because I can't hear Rob very well? <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. But I know Andy I think it's out front. It's really, really Andy. It's yeah. really fucking fantastic. Um oh, God. I, but although I do I love so the, the really flappy loose bass at the beginning. Um with <laughs> yeah. combined with the um, you know, really um regular shuffly drums and then the totally chaotic 
Andy stuff mm-hmm. over top. Like that mm-hmm. that beginning is uh, is amazing. Like very very no means no. I really like that part. Um, <clears throat> but again, yeah, um, I always kind of wondered <laughs> when he says Brian Wilson's legs severed by a train I'm like the beach boy i don't think he no, got no, hit no. by a train you, no no no, there was this no, guy. no i looked it up i looked oh it up. you know this okay good 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 i, I didn't <laughs> but i i always sort of like oh is that is that jello taking license <laughs> and is that is he is he referring to the fact that brian wilson spent a lot of time as a shut-in and wouldn't get out of bed for a decade um or <laughs> is it uh something different but it's something different never mind it's very um, literal it's very yeah, literal. very literal brian wilson he <laughs> was a protester of vietnam vet he got hit by a hit by a train wasn't intending to get hit by the train and he was hoping that the train would stop and uh the 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 crew actually did sue him for stress and mental distress even though he had to have his legs amputated the the judge did the judge did throw out the case though because they like you know he 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 has suffered enough and he didn't intend wow to cause you stress he thought you guys were going to stop he's just kind of not that good at protesting Uh, uh, yeah um where this song kind of got annoying for me in the nineties was when there's like two entire stances about how awesome weed is. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, Oh, these, these, uh, these are high times facts about the, the marijuana plant and how hemp will save everything. And I was yep, so yep. fucking sick of hearing my stoner friends talk about that shit <laughs> over beers. That's like the beer. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, I got a little little tired of that, but uh, whatever. It is of its time. Time, time, wait. Yeah, ah. I did like the line "sheep in wolf's clothing," though. Mm. And uh, interestingly, this one stuck out to me today as well. That uh, it is like one of these random, unconnected facts. But he said, you know, Japanese spend twice as much on pinball as defense. Until oh yeah yeah, like last week when Japan actually decided to triple its uh, expenditure on military spending. So, yeah. yeah and also just kind of, it oversimplifies the fact that one of the reasons they did that is because we prevented them from doing that. And because we yeah. took up residence and became their defense, right? Like we, yeah. we were their defense. So a lot of the shit with Jello is there's another line in there that I didn't talk about where he talks about like Robert E. Lee released his slaves before grant. It's like, that's not actually very accurate. That's a real simplistic, like there's, he, he takes shit and tries to make these really profound points on much more complex ideas and topics, and I think gives them a slant that they don't deserve. And that's another one. So it's one of these yeah. things like, okay, that's fine. You could say that, but I call bullshit kind of really. <laughs> like maybe <laughs> in the letter of the law, you're correct, but really it's not. It's more. Yeah. But it's a song. The, what are you going to do? It's th- this is the, maybe the song that makes me roll my eyes the most uh, in yeah, terms yeah. of the. I, I get a little tired of the. Of, of uh jello and uh, everything like that but i also get tired of this sort of shit so yeah. um yeah anyway not my favorite all right but great music all right oh. good music yeah. all right so let's talk about our last song of the evening and the last song it's <clears throat> not the last song of the album but the last one of the album we're going to talk about <laughs> jesus was a terrorist Jesus. Oh, wait, wait. Before we do that, uh, we're going to wait. Jesus was a terrorist. Let's listen Uh-oh, to a little wait, bit wait, of this song. Wait. He's, yeah, okay.
browse a little bit of scripture. So now I'm going to talk about this uh, fucking terrorist name, uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So what is this one? This is just a bowl of classic lime jello. There's no mixture here. This is just a classic bowl of lime jello because this is just a DK song. This is not, this is just a fucking DK song. And the better for it, I think. Mm, that looks good. Uh, I wish Jordan, I had more booze. Would you like to make some sexual noises to mm. Matthews? Well, uh, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't pop he, it open he, in my ear hole, so I can't. But, he but did. it looks delicious. He's trying to. He's taking my thunder. It That's looks my move, buddy. <clears throat> I know. He's, That's my he's move. Creeping on your territory. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, on the needle of no means no to DK, this one's like swung all the way over the DK side, and Whoa. this is all the way over. <laughs> I, I do love how it starts off with that sort of faux. I mean, it just changes tempos real quick, right? Like mm-hmm. it starts off sounding like it's going to kind of be a yeah. one tempo, and then it goes into the kind of the speed. DK, it goes into decayed speed for me. Like it really just feels like a fucking decay song. And for that reason, punk. yeah, for that reason, yeah. I think it's fucking great. Again, I think the it, it doesn't have the. It's not mathy. It's not proggy. It's three chordy, but in the best way. It's got power, precision, fucking great punk drumming. Uh, it's all sort of upfront. It's not pretending to be anything other than it is, and it's fast and delicious. And you know, words and music by Biafra. That's what it, it says. That's in the exactly. CD. So there you go. Yep. That's the reason, right? Yep. Like this is mm-hmm. this this sounds like Jello through and through. But it's the boys absolutely giving it up for him like they Mm -hmm. do it well they do it with precision they do it with power they do it with passion and it's a great fucking decay song right like the lyrics yeah whatever i mean they're fine they're great but i've i've read this shit a million times in a million places this is not saying anything i I don't want to be a dick about it but it's not saying anything nuanced about christianity in our country it's saying true things for sure and this is shit that's been true since the dawn of Aquarius or whatever. It's been, it, you know, this is this, it's this the is, age of Aquarius. This is really, you know, it, it this, the shit's gotten worse, just like with all the songs, the, the lyrics that he puts forward are now infinitely worse than they were at that point. And the nineties were eighties and nineties in particular were kind of the heyday of this sort of televangelist era. So I think it's good and proper that he wrote a song about it. But I don't, I don't know. I don't get a lot from the lyrics just because I feel like they're kind of tame in a way now. They're they're good for their time. But unlike some of the other ones that I felt were a little bit prophetic, this one feels like almost it pulls its punches a little bit. I don't feel like it really strikes any body blows uh, that 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 make me kind of go, oh, fuck, Jello. Yeah, you really nailed that. I'm like, yeah, these are all kind of easy shots that anybody could have taken if they're talking about Christianity. So I think the delivery is great. Angelo's part. I think the music is spot on with his delivery. I think they're doing a really, really tight hardcore punk DK song. Um, not my favorite on the album. I, I just, I don't, I know it's okay. It's great. It's good for what it does. Mm. And I think everyone's given it their all. Uh, I just am kind of uninspired by Jell's lyrics on this one. I think that they're, he, he, you know what? He could do better and he has done better. <laughs> Than he had, than he did on this one. I don't feel Are like you he, disappointed in him. No, I just feel like he didn't dig very <laughs> deep, kidding. and he could have. Like, I mean, it, a, the guy clearly has more to say about food than he does about Christianity. That's what I'll say. Um, so yeah, that's oh, really all he... I got on this one. Um, Michelle, what do you got on Jesus was a terrorist? This song kills me, both in the name and the hardcore slam dance stage diving mayhem it would cause. Okay, 
I'd listened to this before I looked up the liner notes to see that it was Joe that wrote the music. And, and I wrote down, it's kind of a bit funny, I wrote in quotes, to hear the guys play like this. Yeah. Because it's not their style. No. I mean, John's just doing a straight up. <laughs> I know. And it's like, you know, like, oh, okay. I, I, I mean, maybe he was like going back to his roots. I don't know. It's like. What, I don't think those were his like. roots. Those aren't his roots. Well, <laughs> his roots are like. Well, no, his, 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 his roots are jazz. Bruce's diary is his roots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His roots were jazz for sure. But like they, they but I know got, what you're saying. They yeah. got uh, inspired by DOA. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know It wasn't saying, any kind yeah. of flash crazy ass jazz drumming so yeah that's what i meant uh the the band's killing it though it's not their their style but they're killing it andy's guitar solo came on another guitar solo it's just funny it's so good it's funny andy's guitar solo he it's just such attitude it gives me joy i i can't imagine how fun it must be to play something like this and for him to hear it and he's playing like maybe four notes for that guitar solo and he's just killing it i've listened to this several times and i listened to the solo several times i'd like listen to it over and over again it's hilarious and amazing rob and john are in the back like a freight train and sound invincible just the perfect platform for andy to shine jello is singing quite well over this and doing a great job with the music on this one I do want to reiterate, it was kind of funny to hear them play like this. Yeah. I mean, if you really focus in on what they're doing, they're like, hey, wait a minute. Wait, huh? Yeah. But they're killing it. They're killing it. It's a hardcore punk song, and boy, do they deliver. The whole thing sounds fantastic. Very good. Not very uh, interesting read on the whole thing, but I liked it. All right. I've been waiting all night to say this. What's the gospel according to Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, that's funny. Oh, that's got to be... Yeah, I like the it's it's actually kind of a Hansonsy beginning um to the song uh you know. Yeah, it is kind d- of yeah. double snare hit and then straight into the hardcore and then it just does doesn't doesn't let up. Um, and yeah, it is it is a DK song. Um it is it is about yeah, televangelists and how, you know, uh, they're bilking old ladies Moral majority. And the uh they're the most, you know, the flogging, flogging Christ, but the most unchristlike uh, assholes. Um, I don't know. If, was this kind of before the era of mega churches, or um, it was, was right like, as they were occurring? Eighties had a lot of mega churches. Think of like God. you know, Tobit, Tommy, and Tommy yeah. Faye, or Robert, Jeez, the Bakers, whatever their fucking name is, Tommy Faye, and yeah, yeah. they were. They I wonder if like, are there still TV preachers? I have no idea. Oh, big time! Oh, big yeah. time! It's way worse know. than it used to be. Way worse. How do you know that? Because I because I follow my enemies, man. I like to know what they're fucking oh. up to, and that shit's bad, man. It's bad. Tubes filled with that's demons. bad. Ding, 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 ding. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Was, it's around. Who 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 is it that they're bilking? I mean, is it is it? Uh, this is also before the whole um, uh, opioid addiction, like. Uh, of Jesus, so yeah, it, right. this is about bilking poor people out of the poor and uneducated people out of their out of their money. Um, so I don't know, like it's the, the opiate of the masses, <laughs> the opioid of pe- the masses. It's <laughs> a lot of those people. They're just even fucking older now. Like it's just right. like a lot of real, mostly really fucking old people. But anyway, so what's going to happen when? I mean, these these are the same people. They've been they've been sending. 
televangelists their money since the since the eighties and nineties? Uh, like, what happens when they die? How do those like is religion? I don't know, but you know, still you a way to squeeze people because you know, uh, church membership all over everywhere in North America is is falling, regardless of what they. Good. Yeah, I know. Yep. But then in steps Q and fucking Trump and his NFTs, and they just pick the ball up right fucking where they left it. Right. Those that impulse is still fucking there. Like they may not be ascendant, but that impulse is not going away. That's how they're they're building people with that shit with conspiracy theories instead of religion. I exactly right what it is. Yeah. Anyway, I do like the last line. Um, is freedom speech such a terrorist act? Is spiritual peace such a satanic threat? Believe what you want, but we'll fight to keep keep our heads from being cemented in your sand. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's pretty good, good one. But uh, again, yeah, it's not um, not too interesting. Not too no means noy, and therefore um, definitely not my favorite on the album. Probably down hmm. in your ride the flume territory. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, a little yep, bit. Yep. Uh, it's it's fun, fun, but um, a little one note, a, a little one note, or a little three note, three note punk. All right, yeah. so let's take the let's take our temperature here on the myth is real versus our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was a terrorist. <laughs> Angel is going to hell for writing that song. So my vote is right. going to be for the myth is real. I think it's the better song of these two. Michelle, where are you at? I'm going to second that emotion. All right. The myth is real. Let's eat. Yep. Um, Jesus with terrorists. It's a, it, it's a chocolate. It's, it, I don't know. It's, it's, it's something. Uh, it's still going to eat the chocolate, but there's only one chocolate. Um, myth is real. You know, as much as uh, you sometimes get a caramel and you sometimes get a chalky mint thing, uh, or sometimes you get like a peanut, but I'm still going to eat them. Hey, with peanuts, peanuts <laughs> are good. Still got chocolate. Andy's yeah. candies are yeah. good. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna the, the myth is real because uh, although um, all these little factoids are a little annoying in some ways and a little dated in others, they're still kind of funny and very jello, and I probably don't disagree with any of them um, except maybe the stupid marijuana ones. Um, but <laughs> they're uh, still yeah, true. Gotta... You just hate to hear it, you know. Yeah, it's not yeah, that yeah. they're not true. It's just I, I've heard it all, all before. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm gonna all work right. on that one. Well, so the myth is real goes through. So before we got go into round the, the final round here, a reminder of what's left and what's going to be going up against each other. And then we're going to have a little uh, Andy's candy uh, palate cleanser and read what Andy has to say about yeah. this album. And then we will do our final uh, choosing of the last two songs. And I'm a little Choice bit nervous about this. I actually felt better about it when we were just going to choose one because some you know a couple of these could come up against each anyway it doesn't matter the 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 ones that are left are bad chew sharks in the gene pool and the myth is real let's eat those are the four songs left in the queue so before we pit two of those songs against each other and two of the others against each other and come up with our winners let's hear what andy had to say about this so andy was very uh kind to send us in this little bonus uh, uh bonus bit on the album. So I'm going to go ahead and read this out. This bonus Andy's candy on the yeah. sky is falling and I want my mommy. Yes. Yes. I wish I had lots of great stories to tell about this record, but it actually went pretty much all to plan. We were thrilled to be asked to be Biafra's band on this record with some songs of his music and lyrics all arranged 
and other musical ideas that we had ourselves lying around that we fashioned into songs. Like a lot of folks, I think this album could use a remix. Oh, Amen, brother. Yes. Maybe even a complete overhaul. Oh. Why it ended up sounding like it did remander, uh, remains a matter of debate with no clear answer. I think Biafra's in top form here. Our playing is good, but unlike all the albums we'd released previously, the songs didn't have the usual usual no means no time of a couple of more years to mature. Same with zero plus two equals one. But what are you going to do? Studio recordings, despite everyone's intentions, don't always turn out how you think they will. It was very cool to see Biafra's attention to detail in everything. In particular, how he would sing the music into a cassette recorder and then send us the tape for us to learn. And when we went to rehearse the songs with him, he knew exactly out of his head how his riffs went, note for note. Really amazing. Whoa. And we got on well with each other during the recording with no more raised voices than any other session with which I'd been involved. Stylistically, the album is a bit all over the place, but then again, that's who we were. So one moment we were sounding like no, no, no means no, the next mimicking the DKs, then over to the Hanson brothers. One bit of trivia that you may think needs sorting out is the credits. Confusing as per usual. But I can tell you that Rob played all the bass and I played all the guitar. Thank you, Andy, for that. And that's one thing I didn't mention ever. But um, before we go into our last votes, a lot of people have been confused with this over, over the ages. I certainly was in the 90s before the Internet was a thing. In the notes, liner notes, somewhere, I got to go back and dig them out. It does say that Andy played bass and Rob played guitar. And so for a long time, <laughs> many of us thought that they'd actually swapped instruments, but really they were just fucking being dipshits and fucking with us as they always did. Eh, eh. Uh, and that's why Andy puts in that note. The other thing I realized I had meant to talk about last episode. So this is my little personal story here that you guys were like, oh, let's record it and put it back in. But I'm going to talk about it now is I was fortunate enough. I didn't necessarily feel fortunate at the time, but I do now to see. Uh, of all fucking things, ride the flume live. Cause I, I saw the maritime hall show in San Francisco when they came around the tour. I think it was for uh worldhood. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. And jello. And, and right. Rob got sick. Rob had a really bad cold or laryngitis or something. So he played for about half the show maybe. Mm. And, and then he had to bow out. Not, he kept playing, but he couldn't sing anymore, oh. but it was San Francisco. So who jumps on stage? Mr. Biafra to play some of these fucking songs. And they played, they played bad. They played ride the flume. They played the DK songs, right? They couldn't play the no means no songs. They didn't practice them, but these guys could whip out those DK songs with their fucking eyes closed and their backs, hands tied behind Mm -hmm. their back. So Mm -hmm. I think in a pinch, they were just like, well, you can fucking play these guys. Ride the flume so I can get that shit out. But anyway, so it was really fun. What really pissed me off though, is this is the first show that I took Lisa to as when we were going out oh, and I, and I was so like excited to show her. This is your favorite yeah. band. I was, I was okay, so excited man. to show her. First of all, Maritime Hall, fucking shit venue. The sound is awful. It's like playing in a high school. It's like they're playing in a high school auditorium. The sound oh, no. was shit. It was too big for them. Like that. So there was just like some people up front and it's this vast empty space. Oh no. And then, and then Jello jumps up and he's singing. So it's like, it's definitely my, now I look at it and I'm really, really, really glad I was there. Cause it's a piece of right. history right. at the time when they were still playing 
tours, I always ranked it as my least favorite of their shows. <laughs> For that oh, reason, I'm like, wow. I guess I'm glad I was there, but mm-hmm. fucking A was not. Because I went to go see No Means No, not Jello Biafra. And to get to see them singing these songs, I'm like, I don't even like these songs. I kind of like playing them. Fuck, it. But now I'm but super fucking glad. Yeah. No, they did. And I'm super yeah. fucking glad I got to see it. It is a piece of history. I yeah. still have that shirt. I got it. I think I've given it to Parker. That's one of my Wicked. ripped up ones. But anyway. So anyway, there's that stupid story. So now... I am going to spin the wheel to come up with our first pairing of which we get to debate which of these is the fucking winner. And the first pairing is, ooh, that is definitely, how did I fuck this shit up so badly? What did I do? I don't what think I'm, did I do? I'm, I'm starting to freak out. I don't think I'm understanding what's happening. Here. We're going to, I'm going to read out two songs Stop. and we're going to hmm. see which one won. And I think oh, I see oh. what I did. Hold on. Pardon me, everybody. This Jordan is, is editing inside baseball. The terrible machine. I'm editing the terrible machine. Okay, here we go. All right, so I'm happy about this pairing. So the Tweaking first pairing them wheels, oiling them gears. that will decide the first song that goes through into our round two as a fully fledged member mm. of the round two songs is between The Myth is Real, Let's Eat versus Chew. Matthew, I'm going to let you go first. Oh, it's Chew. It's Chew! Michelle? Yeah. No. I'm chewing. Chew! Chew, chew, chew yep. doesn't bug me. Myth uh, bugs me sometimes. Um, it is, you know, chew, I chew was is, chew... I would listen to Chew on purpose. The myth is real. I, yeah, I don't know. I yep. was really worried that Chew was going to, or that Chew was going to come up against Sharks in the Gene Pool, and then I was going to yeah. get real sad. Oh, <laughs> I was going to get real sad. It's going to be like, now, none of these are the river, but that would be for me the equivalent right. on this album of like, God damn it. Why'd you got to do that shit? Yep. All right. Well, that just leaves bad and sharks in the gene pool. Again, not really hard. Right. So Come to on. me, the, the two best songs won here. Uh, I'll go yeah. first. Sharks in the gene pool. Shark. Michelle. Shark. Matthew. Sharks. Oh, look think, at us. I Can't think in the end, this. the two best songs have won. I want now. And originally we were mm. thinking just for, just for the sake of argument, we're definitely putting through sharks. Oh, 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 we're oh. definitely putting through chew. They're both going in. They're safe. But Michelle, what would you have voted for between those two songs? Oh, my favorite song on this album is sharks. So sharks I would have gone through for you. I fucking love it. Yes. All right. Mm. Matthew, how about you between those chew. two? Yep. If you had to vote. Chew. chew. Yeah. I would have voted for Chew also. So oh. it would have been Chew. And I'll tell you why, because I think it's the most cohesive song yeah. on the whole album. Yeah. I think it, like Sharks, I love the music, but the fucking singing drives me crazy. Chew, mm-hmm. I really like the singing. I think yeah, it actually no, it's, works. it's harmonious. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. no, it gives you all the no means no, and it like uh, bl- blends the jello in just perfectly. It, it is does. A, it's I know. a beautiful I know. You guys are ambrosia right. salad. Now that said, Sharks in the Gene Pool, the music for it. That's that's why I'm voting for it. it. If I were to put in the version, maybe we'll do this round two. Maybe we'll put in the demo version. No, no, no. No, we can't do that. (laughs) No, we can't do that. But um, all right. Well, there we go, man. We've got Sharks in the Gene Pool and we've got Chew into round two. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us. I think let's let's not dance around it. Neither of those songs is probably going into round three, but who the fuck knows? Anything can happen. Depends on what goes up against, right? When we started this, you were like, yeah. Exactly. That is true. But remember when we started this, you were even wondering if you should bring this in. I'm, I want to thank you for doing it. Yeah, I no, love I'm glad we did. The music in some of these songs. Yeah, so that's fucking me too. sick. 
Me too. Yeah. I, well, I just know just like so many um, examples of like doing this for uh, almost two years now. That, since, <laughs> oh we, since we started, like it was early January. I think when we first started talking about doing this at all. Jesus, and I, uh, I, I was so knee jerky about the Jello album. I was like, you can't have it in. And actually, you know, I, I think I've said before, I think that probably pissed people off and caused a little bit of consternation and like, Oh, we gotta listen, yeah. listen more to see what these assholes say next. Um, so, it, but anyway, a lot of people, <laughs> I, I do like the fact that everybody told us that uh, this was their gateway drug for no means no. And so we got to give this album more, Props yeah. and yeah, see that's cool. We do like so yeah. many yeah. Nomi Zio songs that I hadn't really paid enough attention to. Like this one has risen in my estimation. Yep. Um, yeah, for sure. It has. Oh, guys. Yeah. Oh, and that's I think great. And I think the two best songs won, and I'm happy mm-hmm. they're in rotation. I, I think totally they're they're agree. good examples well, of some prime No Means Noish. Yep. All right. Well, listen, everybody. Cool. That's it. Uh, we're going to go ahead and let this one go. We're gonna. Uh, there might. I'm not positive about this but there might be a little bit of a pause now like there was previously while we start to record round two not because we're going to pause but because we want to get a couple in the can before we start releasing these on a regular pace so this is just to warn you all that we are now on the precipice of beginning the actual round two of the podcast yeah we are going to have people come in and sit in with us on these so that you don't just hear our stupid fucking ideas again but you get in new blood and that's going to take some arrangement that's a lot more producing than we're used to more producing and uh please thank you in advance for your patience because uh it's going to take a lot more scheduling there's uh going to be we we all are happen to be in the same time zone but that's not necessarily going to be the case for our guests so that's right um, that's right it's going to be a little a little bit more um of a uh steeplechase i think that's right yeah, so, yeah. that's right you and nailed i might it. be drinking coffee it. instead of guinness and we are we again we're going to do our best I, I think one of the reasons we might want to have a little pause now is so that we can build up enough so that we can keep a good cadence i'd rather this pause be now than a bunch of random pauses throughout the season but yeah, you know yeah, yeah. both of those things could happen i don't fucking know we're just gonna have to see but uh, uh but the good news is we're not pausing we're charging ahead and we're yeah. starting to, to get the shit knocked down. And we got some uh, great guests coming up as well. So those, we, uh, we may be able to inject those in if, even if we haven't built up enough. That's right. Some, yeah. some interview that are, some non uh, round two related uh, interviews and guests and stuff that we're pretty fucking excited about. So, and yeah. you will be too. So uh, it, it, the, everything's looking up. 2023 is going to be, let me tell you guys, Uh-oh. 2023 <laughs> is going to be a great fucking year. Where's the fucking wood? No Knock on that fucking wood. Where's the wood? Yeah. <laughs> knock on wood. But I do. Chuck wood. I, I, I feel wood. pretty good. That, yeah. Knock on chuck wood. Quite it literally. can't knock get any worse. It, it's going to be. A, I meant it's going to be a great year to be a new means no fan. I don't know about the rest of it, but I think the book might oh, be coming out no this doubt, year. No doubt, dude. And, yes. and some shit we got on the horizon. If you like no means no, we got some shit for you. So yeah. stay tuned. Yep. And uh, also, uh, we're going to play the outro music now. But, uh, you know, stick around. We got a little secret for you at the end here. All right. Now fuck off.
All right, much. you stuck around. So now you get to hear our reactions to the very first draw oh, Jesus. of round two. Oh, not prepared for this. Okay. Here I we need, go. I need my pencil. Okay, okay. Most of these, I'm sure, far more than in round one, are going to elicit fuck no's for me. But this yeah. one, okay. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not shitting my pants yet. We okay. can't say what it is, right? You can no, 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 no. Remember when you did the bleep? It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, okay you ready? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, That's number one. <laughs> this is fun. Okay. This one also is not making me shit my pants. This is going to be fun as shit to do. I think there's a skid mark on mine, though. I got to tell you. I mean, these are all songs I wanted, I can't wait to talk about, but I'm not like, I'm not dying inside. Here's number two. Hmm. It's pretty good. It's pretty What's good it called, Matthew? You're the cook when you when you boil down something and you. A What's roux? it called? Reduce. Yeah. Reduce. Yeah, What's we're we're definitely at that part of the show. Just, I can tell. Balsamic reduction. Um, <laughs> That's what it feels like. It does. It does. We. I mean, listen. There is no chaff when it comes to separating the wheat and the chaff. But the, there, yeah. there's some. We're making yes. fucking. We're making fucking no means no ever clear. The no means no so, again, everybody, we don't know when the fuck we're going to be back as soon as we humanly can. Let me tell you that. But uh, just know, trust that we're working our asses off to get this shit to you, if you fucking care, which some of you appear to, which makes me as happy as I can possibly yeah. tell you. But the rest of you, and you. And Teddy. Off. And Teddy. Teddy no, doesn't, no, Teddy, no, no, Teddy doesn't no, fuck hey, off. No, Teddy no. definitely doesn't fuck off. No. Teddy's our, Teddy's our boy. Yes, yes. The rest of you, though, just get the fuck out.